Brothers and sisters, what a difference a year makes. What a difference a year makes. Last Easter, I offered my Easter morning Mass looking at an iPad. Uh, This is a little bit different this year. Uh, And later on that afternoon last year, I kind of said, ah, to heck with lockdown. I'm going over to my parents' house. And I had Mass for them in their sunroom. It was a rather unique day. And I remember in particular this second reading, the reading about yeast. Uh, My dad had at the time been trying to bake a lot of bread, as a lot of people did at the start of lockdown last year. And the whole day before, he and my mom had gone to about four different places trying to find yeast, but couldn't find any. We had a good chuckle, at least, when that second reading came around. This Easter, thankfully, feels so much different. There's a return to normalcy on the horizon. There's a new springtime in our lives, one characterized by rediscovering and, if you will, re-embracing so many things that makes life so beautiful. Even if we're getting back to doing things that we have done throughout our lives, there's a newness to it and a novelty and a joy to living that we might not have noticed before or certainly taken for granted. And so I think it's right that we have this second reading that takes place today on Easter and even within the social setting that it does. Because I think especially this year, we are able to very tangibly envision our lives like a fresh batch of bread with new yeast as we learn to live again. It's a very unique time to celebrate Easter, feeling as if we're coming out of a very long Lent, indeed one that has probably felt like it's lasted far more than 40 days. We're able to finally envision what our lives will be like once all of this is over. But as we come out of that darkness, brothers and sisters, I think it's important that internally we take a little bit of stock of the lessons learned during this very difficult time. Because if we simply go back to how things were in the old days or in our old way of doing things, then the entire last year, I dare say, has been a waste. What must be made new In us, what old yeast must we get rid of? And what is the new unleavened bread that you and I are called to embrace? Where has our faith been this past year, during this long Lent? Where has God been in our lives? Hopefully we've seen and realized that God can still work equally well in times of prosperity and tranquility, as he does in the midst of tempest and storm. So I think the past year will be something that lives in our minds for the rest of our lives. It's hard to shake. It's rather life-altering. And that is the same reality that is presented to the disciples who encountered the empty tomb this morning. Their lives were forever changed. If those disciples were to have merely gone back to their old ways, their old sins, their old way of life as fishermen, it would have been for naught, their time with Jesus. So you and I, brothers and sisters, cannot merely embrace life as it was. Christ knows this about us now, and he knew that about his disciples after his resurrection. That they could not merely go back to the way that they lived their lives as before. It had to be different. And so what did Jesus do 
to his disciples. Well, it's not recorded in this specific gospel in John, but in the resurrection narratives of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus tells his disciples to do one thing. He tells them, go back to Galilee. Go back to Galilee. Why did he call them there? Galilee was the place where the apostles were first called, brothers and sisters. It was the place where Christ first met them on the shores of the Sea of the Galilee. Jesus wanted his disciples to go back there. There he would see them. There he would encounter them. He wanted them to go back to the beginning, back to the start, to renew and reestablish the bond that he had forged with them. And when the disciples heard that message, go back to Galilee, there you will see me, it was actually a very reassuring thing for them to hear, in particular for Simon Peter. Because those disciples had run away from Jesus during his passion. And to hear Jesus say, I still want to be with you, go and meet me in Galilee, was them hearing from Jesus that they could still encounter him, that they could still be his disciples. Those who had abandoned and even denied him, hearing that command to go back to Galilee, meant that they had been forgiven of their sins, and they were now being reinstated to that mission that Jesus had called them to be. Brothers and sisters, there's more to Galilee than just a simple place in geography. Galilee represents the start of a relationship. And that is where Christ is calling his disciples today, and he is calling us to. To go back there in our hearts. Where was it that God first encountered us? Where was it when we first encountered him? I think we're called to experience a journey back to Galilee as we reclaim our lives after such a trying year. To do old things, yes, but to do them with new eyes, with new hearts, and with new meaning. And I think we need to make that journey back to Galilee for our faith, too. To go back to that first time where you and I felt God's presence in our lives, where we knew his guiding hand. It's something different for all of us, and that's what makes a relationship with God so unique that he can work in our hearts in different ways and speak to us in our own unique likeness. We're called to go back to that place where we first knew we were loved by him. That is the call of Christ on this day of resurrection. To go back to the start, yes, but to do so with new eyes to see him, with new, fresh yeast, to begin again that encounter and that relationship that God wants to have with us. I think we have to be honest, though, that to think like this is, is a little bit foreign for us as Catholics. You know, we, we love routine, we love ritual. We often might think, what's my personal relationship with Jesus? It might be different vocabulary for us than what we are used to. But I think this is so vitally important. When was the first time that you encountered God? That time where you first knew you were his beloved son or daughter? That is your Galilee. And that is where Jesus is calling you to journey. We're calling all of us to journey. Galilee is more than just a place of nostalgia. It's a place where we encountered our first love. 
The place where God first encountered us. Maybe you might feel like Simon Peter. Feel like we've run away from Christ recently. Or felt in some way we, we might have denied him. We've been a little bit far from him, especially in a year where so many haven't been able to come to Holy Mass. I think this call from Christ gives us the assurance and the hope that he still wants us to be his friends. Still wants us to go to Galilee and wants us to be his disciples. Again, brothers and sisters, after such a trying year, we cannot go back to life as it was. Now is the time for a new springtime in our lives and in our faith as well. So if you're looking for some yeast, like my dad was last year, go to your Galilee. There you will find Christ waiting for you, calling you home, calling you back to him. So let us rediscover where God first encountered us, now that his earthly mission is complete and the full breath of his risen heavenly glory is there for us to behold.